Nobody asked for this conversation to continue between Aaron Wong and Brandon Hutchins. Nobody asked for them to challenge each other to cover songs and make fools of themselves. Nobody asked for them to get so much wrong about music. But here we are, so I will correct them. Nobody asked for Aaron to use the wrong microphone, and sounds like he's calling in from a cell phone. But they'll fix that issue soon. Okay, and now let's uh, continue with the second half of Rainbow by Kesha. Okay. Switches to track seven, Finding You. A little twangy. How do you feel about it? In in terms of, of how you've described things before, this one makes me feel good for my wife. <laughs> I, I think, you know, it, it could be seen as just kind of a filler song. It could be seen as just something kind of simple. But I think it's just really sweet. And it, it, it just fills me with joy. I love this song. Really? Uh, it's not in contention for favorite track. But I'm really glad it's there. Oh, we didn't. Men- I didn't mention earlier, but "Praying" is definitely in contention for favorite track on the album. Yeah, yeah. For me, uh, super powerful. "Woman," "Him," "Praying," and "Learn to Let Go" are all in contention from what we've talked about so far. Yeah, totally. "Finding You." I love the acoustic guitars, man. I love. I love the the picking riff that he does. Yeah. He or she. That's presumptuous of me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yep. One of my favorite parts is just just that chord progression in in the picking part. Because he plays a chord, and then he makes that same chord just a little bit sadder. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then it goes back, and man, I just, mm-hmm. really, I just really love it. Yep. Yeah, you know, as the album progresses, she's just peppering in a little bit more country. Just yep. a little bit more every yep. every time. And I think this is one of the first times you really notice, like, you arrive and you're like, oh, wait, is this a country song? I shit i didn't even notice we got here right yeah it's such a wonderful <laughs> blend of genres that doesn't really shout out as any certain defining feature yeah. still very kesha you know she still yep. breaks she still breaks the serious tone you know so when you summon then it's the goddamn truth mm-hmm. you know stuff like that so it's really great i don't I know agree. how many times i will probably say it's great it's really great yeah but it's it'll kind of probably a be a lot yeah so title track rainbow rainbow this is the ben fold song <laughs> What do you think of Rainbow? The, uh, so I, th- I just picture some of these songs. She just went in and she's like, "I want a Lord song. I want a, I want a country song." And for this song specifically, she's like, "I want a fun song," because like it sounds like some nights to me. It sounds like even even down to the reference of like stars, and shit like that. Because on that some nights album, he's like, you know, when I see stars, that's all they are. And, and, and Stars is one of the tracks on the album. Like, it's definitely a theme in that album. Yeah. And I just, I, I feel like this was a fun song that Kesha bought from them. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, I love it. It's great. It's great. Damn it. <laughs> yeah. I think it's really fun. I think, I think it's sweet to listen to. I, it's, it's very enjoyable. Every time in the chorus she says put the colors on mm-hmm. i always hear put the record on that's always what i want to sing instead <laughs> like the madonna like madonna <laughs> yeah, put a record yeah. on i want to dance with my baby yeah not specifically madonna but yeah <laughs> that but yeah I, I find this uh i find this song to be just have a good groove to it so dig it. okay yeah it definitely sounds just like a fun song to me so no complaints so hunt you down hunt you down this is and okay so keeping with the i want this song theme this is her Johnny Cash song. Ah, nice. Right? Do you know... Do, do you, do yeah, you, I hear it. Do you see what I mean? Like, yep. 
Yeah, I love you, but I, if you hurt me, I will hunt you down. I will fucking kill you, right? That sounds pretty Johnny Cash to me. Like, <laughs> Yeah, definitely. And, you know, there's that, that country twang to it, and it's yep. great, and it, it's got a lot of good drive to it. And if you're not listening, you can just sort of bob your head along, and you're not thinking. But when you examine it, you're like, oh, this is weird. <laughs> yeah, this is, not, uh, this is not what I expected. Yeah, this yeah. is not about getting drunk and fucking a stranger on a club dance floor, you know. <laughs> and this song is a love song, but it is not about Dr. Luke, and I don't know who it's about. Right. Yeah, probably just somebody that she got together with that isn't in public view. Yeah, maybe. I mean, and that's also reflected in the next track, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Boogie Feet featuring the Eagles of Death Metal. Once yeah, <laughs> Hunt You Down was one of the songs that it took me a little while to get into because of my irrational distaste for uh, Southern music. <laughs> but eventually the lyrics and just the joy of it really brought me in. Yeah. And, um, and also like the... The playfulness, you know? Mm-hmm. I love the um, beginning of the chorus. Yeah! Yeah. It's got it's got a great rhythm to it. It's, it's super danceable. Yes. I never killed a body, never buried a body. <laughs> yeah. And again, if you're not paying attention, you just sort of hum hum along to it. Mm-hmm. And you don't really know mm-hmm. what you're saying. And then you like look at the lyrics, you're like, oh my god, that's what she's saying? <laughs> I never buried a body? What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. It's, it feel, it, it's so funny because that's the verse, but it feels so much like a chorus to me. Oh, that's a verse? Maybe I'm wrong. Mm. No, I think this is a chorus. You're right. So yeah, Boogie Feet. Since uh, that one was kind of dancey, this one's dancey too. Mm. Boogie Feet, I like how... So this one features Eagles of Death Metal again. And what's great... like, Because this uh, on both of the songs with Eagles of Death Metal, the vocalist plays a little part. And the first one on Let Him Talk... It's just kind of like background vocals a little bit, but on here in it's in the chorus singing. Along. I don't really notice that. And yeah, is uh, he the is he the monster mash dude? Is he the one be like, <laughs> he's Boogie Free? Yes, like, yeah, yeah. He's, he, he's from Death Metal. Okay. And, yeah, and he. Uh, I, I was I, so I curious who that guy was. I was like, <laughs> what are you doing here, I, I spooky announcer right. man? <laughs> right. Uh, he reminds me of Iggy Pop's performance on Dirty Love from oh. Warrior. I ha- yeah okay kind of, kind of calls back to that a little bit you know yeah. similar tone you know boogie feet and yeah dirty love kind of I, I see I can see that I can see that I feel like the song she's back to being the dance commander and is commanding me to dance yeah so I will <laughs> <laughs> and it's a nice break from the country yes you know it's yes. it's a little Joan Jet honestly it feels like a ZZ Top song yeah especially with this kind of you know, <laughs> sort of uh, like over the top spooky. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that it, that evokes ZZ Top to me for some reason. Yeah, but it, it's straight up like when I hear that guy talk like that, I just think of the Monster Mash. Yeah, or maybe like the B52s or something. Yeah, I love the the hand claps, but it's super fun. And the hip, the pre-chorus is crazy hip hop. Like, yeah, I forgot that she wanted to do that stuff, and then it comes back and you're like, ah. <laughs> yep. This is one I see like Kesha getting really drunk and trying to play guitar on this song, hmm. like live. You know, she's mm-hmm. like, "Give me that!" <laughs> <laughs> I could do this. Yeah, cool. And then, uh, so yeah, then it leads into boots. Which boy feet into boots, huh? Uh huh. <laughs> that didn't happen on accident. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to contrast this in my head with Boots and Boys from yeah. one of the previous albums. I don't remember which one. It's Warrior. Boots and Boys is off the album Animal. And it feels like it's it's like just a 
excellent summation of how far she's come, both lyrically and emotionally. Yeah, it definitely harkens back to more of her like club banger roots. It doesn't yeah. sound much like the other stuff. It definitely sounds like it's straight up. Like this could have been a B side from a different Kesha album. You know? Yeah, totally. But also at the same time, it you can tell that she's grown so much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like the uh, I like the talking, man. I like the mm-hmm. talking and the in the breakdown and stuff like that, you know. Mm-hmm. And I I don't know how I feel about her calling her vagina a kitty all the time. <laughs> oh, interesting. I, I just don't know how I feel about it. But like it reminded me it reminded me of that fucking uh, Taylor Swift song. Like uh, you thought you'd get down with this sick beat. You know, and she does the like you don't get down with this kitty. You know what I mean? Like I don't know. It it just reminded me of that. Interesting. Yeah. I, did you actually like look up the lyrics or did you just hear it? Yeah, I did. Uh, when okay. I listened to it today to prep for this, okay, uh, I, I, I listened along with the lyrics. Gotcha. I haven't done that. And so I, didn't, ah. I haven't picked up that she says kitty at all. Yeah, she does it a couple times. Mm. She calls herself your kitty in, I think it's Hunt You Down. Mm. It's just one more fucking thing I have to correct later. God. <laughs> <laughs> you can work for yourself. Uh, oh, well. It's worth it. It's worth it. All right. Most can no now most controversial song on the album, you versus me. <laughs> yep, <laughs> yep. I I old flames can't hold a candle to you. I I appreciate that it's her mom's song. I can see that it holds a, a great place in her heart, and I I like the chorus where the guitar just like chugs that one two three four. Yeah, but the uh, I, I I just can't stand slide guitar. It is. I will definitely agree with you that like it's a little, it's a little tiny bit much at times. Like, yeah, yeah, you could you can chill on that a little. Yeah, and also like, but she's excited, man. She wants to get it out there. Yes, I get that. So the guitar during the chorus is making these kind of like whale noises, <laughs> and like at first when I finally like, I, I just didn't like it, <laughs> and then when I finally like it clicked in my head as whale noises, then it it tied me back to the music video for praying i believe where she's like reaching out and touching a whale and like it's a a a big theme for her and i was like okay maybe if that was the intention like i can just in my head canon i'll just make that the intention sure it's supposed (laughs) to be a whale she loves whales and great (laughs) she loves whales god this but Every I time just... I talk to Kesha, it's like whale this, whale that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're telling me you're not the least bit impressed by the fact that Dolly fucking Parton is on this record. Uh, yeah, that's cool that she got that. So the first time I listened to this album, it was at work. Oh, uh-huh. by the way, uh, I'm one million percent for this song. Brendan against, I am for. The first time I listened to this song. <laughs> I was at work and we're listening to the whole album. It was the day it was released. And this song comes on I'm like, oh, cool. They did a full band version because this song is also on her Deconstructed EP. Right. And it's one of my favorite songs that she's ever released, that Deconstructed version. I'm like, okay, this is cool. Yeah, there's some there's some strong stuff. I don't know who this harmony is, but yeah, that's cool, <laughs> I guess. And then fucking Dolly Hart comes in on the second verse. I was like, shut the fuck up i literally said it out loud at work <laughs> shut the fuck up and my friends who were listening to me like what i'm like this is fucking dolly parton dude and they're like oh my god no way and it was very exciting is is dolly parton really big in music theater and she, yeah she has a musical nine to five okay 
That's, no, that's not that's not why you're so impressed with her. No, Dolly Parton is a fucking amazing human being. She's an awesome humanitarian. Have you ever? Uh, uh, oh, okay. I have no well, idea if this is true or not. But apparently, in her hometown, if you graduate high school, she gives you money. <laughs> she just straight up pays you to finish high school. I'm not kidding. Since the 1970s, Dolly Parton has been awarding scholarships in her home of Sevier County. She set up the Dollywood Foundation in 1988 and would pay you $500 for finishing high school if you lived in Sevier County. More recently, the Dollywood Foundation donates a total of $15,000 to four recipients each year if you graduate Sevier County High School where Parton attended. With the help of sponsors, the scholarship has expanded to three other schools in the area. The Dollywood Foundation has also set up a fund where families of victims lost to the 2016 Great Smoky Mountains wildfires can receive $1,000 a month for up to six months. The Dollywood Foundation has also started a children's book program, the Imagination Library, that has over 1.1 million registered children. The program has also reached overseas to the United Kingdom. Children that sign up get a book once a month that is targeted towards their age range with the hope of helping to foster a good relationship with reading. Most recently, when Imagination Library reached 1 million children, Parton awarded a 2-year-old girl with a $30,000 scholarship to college. By the time the money is ready to be used, that amount will be closer to $50,000. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not laughing at uh, the, the fact. That sounds amazing. I'm laughing at the fact that... Uh... Dave is going to correct you about something. Yeah. I'm not kidding that that's one thing I heard once. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds fantastic. Yeah. You know, she, she's really she's really an advocate for education. and That's awesome. I, I, yeah. I, I mean, I never really liked any of her music or anything. Jolene's a fucking badass song. Jolene is the, the, the cover that... Miley Cyrus. Oh, no. I haven't heard that one. She does a great cover of it. Miley Cyrus does an amazing cover of Jolene. I'll have to link that in the show notes. Jolene. Me first in the Gimme Gimme's. Oh. They did an excellent cover of that song. One of my favorite things ever is there's a version, somebody slowed down Jolene and like put okay. it at like 45% speed or something like that. And it sounds like a fucking badass. I'll, I'll link it to you. I'll put it in the show notes too. But like, dude, it sounds fucking awesome. It like, it slows oh, cool. it down and it puts it in this groove and almost makes it a hip hop track. It's really cool. Jolene, 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 Jolene. Yeah, Dolly Parton is on this song. It's, I fucking love this song. I, I like honestly just as a song. I just the whole hook of the song. Just old flames can't hold a candle to you. Mm-hmm. I love how much there is to unpack in that in that just in that phrase. 
you know, and there's a ton of great imagery that all ties to each other. And I just think it's True. a really well constructed lyrically. True. It it also helps that Kesha's mom wrote it. And I, I don't know, I, I, I'm heartwarmed by the idea that, like, Kesha wants to kick her mom some cash, you know? Yeah, a couple times. Yeah. I don't know, I just I, I just think it's really fucking cool. I will say I still prefer the deconstructed EP arrangement. Oh, uh, but like you said, those, those, like, those heavy guitar chugs and stuff like that, it's a cool, yeah. cool mix-up. I definitely didn't expect the song to go there, and it, yeah. I think it works. Yeah, I also like the, the kind of the jam band feel at the, at the yeah. end. Yeah. But yeah, overall, yeah, it's kind of a, a two or a three to me. Like, I, I get through yeah, it. Yeah, I love it. I, most of the time I skip it. I'm it gets me like pumped, it. especially because Dolly Parton's on the track. Like, it just, I, it, it, I can see I can see them in the studio and them mm-hmm. fucking freaking out and having a great time. You know what I mean? Like, sure. It, it, again, I still prefer the deconstructed arrangement, but like this song, it, it sort of fills me with joy of the idea of making That makes it. sense. So, then Godzilla. This is a weird-ass song. It is an adorable song. It's adorable. Yeah. I like and again, this... this is about somebody, right? This that That's not Dr. Lou. This is about somebody. Yeah. Or maybe it's actually about Godzilla. Maybe she, like, really likes Godzilla movies. She's like, hey, nobody's ever written a song about Godzilla. And, you know, just just took it as, like, a creative challenge. But, like... It's true. It could be. I mean, it's a funny song. It is funny. I like the juxtaposition of like really small issues and really big issues yeah knocking over pillows and knocking over walls go to the mall and meeting your mom (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's great yeah it's really fun it's a great uh well with with coming from such a heavy song like old flames yeah it's it's a really good way to lighten the mood and then also you know before spaceship which is also pretty heavy yeah and it gets uh sufficiently weird for spaceship yes this the song that reminds me of the song that i sort of remember when i listen to godzilla is i was all by myself a fucking green day song no one, no one was, was looking. looking which song i was thinking of you it's just billy joe and an acoustic guitar and he's just dicking around but he writes this really weird song and i feel like those two songs were created in a very similar way of being recorded with microphones in a studio. You know what I mean? No. <laughs> like, the, the thought process behind them was, mm-hmm. was very similar. Like, I want to write a silly song, and here I go. Nice. So you seem to have picked up more of the imagery of Spaceship than I did. Like, I was thinking that the, the surface-level story is really cute about, you know, like, <laughs> having a spaceship come and pick you up and having that going, be, like, mm-hmm. going home. I, I don't care for the sliding vocals. Very similar to sliding guitar. I don't really care for vocals that slide up and down. Okay. Kind of, it's distracting. You know, it has that kind of southern feel to it. it doesn't. Yeah. And and like nothing against the south. It's just that that's where I my mind ties that sound. Do you like to. the banjo? Do you like the banjo on this track? You know what? It didn't stand out enough to me for me to really notice. Oh, okay. I didn't. It didn't bother me. You can, I, I noticed it a lot at the beginning. Yeah, that makes sense. I didn't really think about it how I didn't really think about how it was a banjo, but yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, I mean, I like I I like the idea that she like feels so out of place mm-hmm. that she must be an alien, right? That she feels mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like she can't even fit inside her own body. So where does she belong and stuff like that, you know? Mm-hmm. And then it, it feeds into this this larger sort of idea of salvation and you know being rescued and i yeah i just think it all really works yeah it makes sense i love the chorus yeah i didn't think i would like the first again the first couple times i heard this this the last three or four or the the last two tracks specifically like really didn't grab me Mm -hmm. they just felt like 
we lost all the energy we spent this whole album building. Mm-hmm. But I think that's the point. I think it's to come back down to get you ready for the beginning of the album again. Mm-hmm. And I think it's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, what, and once I put some time into it and 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 gave it a, a good decent chance, I I really think that they spent a lot of time thinking about how, to, how the shape of this album. You know, and, and where it takes you. Agreed. Yeah. And so speaking of that, since oh, I have one more note about spaceship. Oh, go ahead. So the the whole second half of the album, like every song has reminds me of another song, and this song mm-hmm. reminds me of a Fallout Boy song. Okay. Do you remember that song from? It's like one of the last tracks on Under the Cork Tree, and it's it's Pete Wentz. It's like, and he he's just sort of monologuing. It's like, why put a, put a, a new, new address, address on, on the, the same, same old loneliness, loneliness when breathing just passes the time. Until we all just get old and die. Now talking's just a waste of breath. And living's just a waste of death. And why put a new address on the same old loneliness? And this, this is, is you and me. Yes. And me and you. Until we've got nothing left. You know, like that. I think that's what it is. Mm-hmm. But like, Kesha sort of does that at the end of this album. You know, in her space repeat, or in her space echo voice, she talks about, you know, leaving this earth and not having a body. We're all mm-hmm. just stardust, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know that that was the intent at all, but I I had vivid flashes of that Fall Out Boy song when that happened. As I leave this earth and sail into the infinite cosmic universe, the wars, the triumphs, the beauty, and the bloodshed. Yeah, overall, I didn't care for the talkiness. Of, it got a little preachy, yeah. Yeah, not, not just of Spaceship, but of the whole album whenever she would just break into to speaking instead of singing mm-hmm. but i understand that being kind of a a device that can be used sure. so and it does break it up yeah absolutely so that was the album yeah and then there was one extra bonus track which oh my god from yeah. the japanese release and it's called emotional and it is emotional like it it fits it, 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 it makes sense to me that it didn't make the album because to me, it actually kind of ties the, the bridge between the two halves totally. of the album that I saw. It would really fit well as track number seven, but if you were to just put it there, like, I don't think it would actually fit at all. Agreed. So, and, and you know, like, like you were saying, like Spaceship is a really great way to wrap up the album and have it loop back around to the beat. So you can't just put it at the end either. But it's such a good song. I feel like it's a little unfinished also, so, so I'm, I'm also gl- kind of glad for that reason that they didn't add it. I'm, I'm sure they cut it early and didn't bother right. to really finish it. Right? right, yeah, that's how it feels. Yeah. But the message and the energy is just so raw and, and uh, penetrating. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm with you. I, I I really feel I'm so glad I got to hear this song. Yeah. But I don't think it belongs on the album. And for yeah. me, it's because I think it compromises some of the messages of the album. Right? She's she's so vulnerable. Yeah. In this, and it's they're not even fucking lyrics. It's more like a journal entry. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you just you just read all the shit she's been through. Exactly. And I think that when you pile it all up and you put it in one song and really really show how insurmountable those odds were yeah i think that it takes away from the message of you can rise above anything and right i think it cheapens you know this message of of love and 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 triumph you know right because completely god damn when you see all that shit stacked up against her Mm -hmm. she's got to be full of shit to to act and feel this way she there's got to be some you got to be faking it a little bit because nobody recovers from that you know Jesse Album has written how many albums about not being able to be with the person he wants to be with? And she has a lyric, fuck, what is it? Uh, the, the love of her knife stabbed her heart 
with a knife or something like that. Yeah. And so, okay. So when we, before we began, I said, I have another theory, right? Uh huh. This dude, this, this, this dude who was a love of her life got married to another woman. I think he's the dude in Hunt You Down and Boogie Feet and shit like that. I think he's the dude. Okay. And she wrote those songs while everything was good mm. and decided to keep them. Mm-hmm. But she, I mean, she definitely was in a relationship with somebody and it didn't work out. Mm-hmm. And she felt betrayed, whether that was like, you know, an old family friend that she grew up with or like, I have no idea what the story is, but I. Maybe there is another guy on this album. Maybe we're not just talking about Dr. Lou. Maybe all of this, you know, maybe Godzilla is this guy who left yeah. her. Yeah. I, yeah. I definitely think that Godzilla is not Dr. Lou and that Godzilla is who she's talking about in like Finding You and Hunt You Down. Yeah. And, and I think so too. That. Yeah. And I would be so fast. Like I, I find that story would be so interesting, I think. I would mm-hmm. love to know more about mm-hmm. it. Yeah, me too. But also it's great to not know. So you can just make it up on your head. Head cannon. <laughs> so that was Rainbow. How do you rank Rainbow in relation to her other albums? There are not words <laughs> for how much better this is than anything else she's done. Okay. I wait, cannot wait. access vocabulary okay. to sufficiently express my opinion. Before Rainbow came out. Yeah. Before any of the tracks. Set yourself back. That's Okay. Two yeah. Years. That's good. That's good. That's good. Set yourself back two years. How how did you feel about Kesha albums in general? I thought they were super fun. Mm -hmm. I always loved her energy and I loved, you know, a lot of people thought that she was just like a, a dumb slut. Yeah. And I could definitely see how you could come to that conclusion, but I always saw it as more of a parody. Yeah. You know, just like, like if you listen to some hip hop lyrics, it's insane. Like if you listen to childish Gambino, some of the shit he says is insane. Yeah. Right. And for a long time, I didn't get it. For a long time, I was like, no, what is, that's ridiculous what he's saying. It's like, no, dude, it's a meta commentary on how ridiculous hip hop is. Right. And I feel the same way about Kesha and the club scene. Yep. You know? Exactly. She, she like, it's almost heavy metal of her. Like, it's so ridiculous, it, it's serious again. Right. You know? Right. So that being said, my favorite album before Rainbow was definitely the Deconstructed EP. Right. Uh, because that slow, stripped down version of oh shit Old of die young hear your heart beat to the beat of the drums oh what a shame that you came here with someone yeah but while you're here my oh die young yeah, yeah it yeah, made yeah, it yeah. gave it such a new meaning and it like die young you know when it's loud and it's fast yeah it's like yeah we're gonna fucking do this like i'm invincible mm-hmm. but when you slow it down and you and you really strip it down, mm-hmm. it really turns into a song of regret and remorse. Yeah, and like what have I done? Yeah, you know, absolutely. Because we're we're gonna die young. Like we're, we're, I can't stop this, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I fucking love that juxtaposition. Mm-hmm. So that plus Old Flames and learning that it was her mom's song and stuff like that. Even though Deconstruct is only like what like full four songs or some shit. The Deconstructed EP is five tracks. Right. It, it, it was far and away my favorite thing. She it did. also, it really showed her range. That yeah, she wasn't agreed. just this pop star uh, wannabe or even... Yeah. But the only reason that EP works is because it's in contrast with her right. library. Absolutely. Right? I definitely think Warrior is probably my favorite album because it does have... Uh, I love Die Young. I think Die Young yeah. is one of her best songs. Yeah. I hear your heart beat to the beat of the drums. Oh, what a shame that you came. 
Yeah, Warrior. Yeah, Dirty Love is on there too. I think. I before, think that's yeah. Before yeah. Rainbow, uh, Warrior is definitely her strongest album because it shows yes so much growth and maturity in it, and it, it it circumvents the the pop label that's put onto her. Yeah, Warrior's a great opening track. Oh yeah, Warrior's great. Da Young is great. Come On is great. Yeah, and, but I like. Uh, I, I definitely like Out Alive. I don't even uh, Out Alive. I think is on the um, on the extended version. And then uh, all that matters, this beautiful life, is uh, it reminds me of Ace of Base in like the most beautiful way. Like it's like an evolution of what Ace of Base could have been if they were okay. more than just kind of eighties, uh, nineties pop kind of dance music. Hmm. But yeah, Warrior is probably my favorite album, and then and then Deconstructed after that. Mm-hmm. Do you consider Animal and Cannibal? Because it was re-released as one double album. Right. I consider them two. Yeah. I haven't listed in my... I kind of found Kesha after, you know, like I really started listening to her. Like they're the same album to me. Right. Because like I didn't have any... I experienced all of it at the same time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, me too. I didn't I didn't find out about Kesha until after Warrior was out. Oh, wow. I mean, I didn't... I, not that I didn't find... I, I had heard of her and I had been like, okay, she puts a dollar sign in her name. <laughs> she pop. Yeah. Like, no way I'm gonna like this. Oh, according and, uh, to according to my music player, technically Cannibal is an extended play. And it's not a full right. album, even though right. it's nine tracks. Holy shit, that's a long yeah. EP. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we are who we are. Oh my god, that's so good. And Blow. Yeah, dude. I can love Blow. We are who we are. Great. It's uh, I think the first Kesha song I ever heard. So yeah, I'd say I'd say for me it's Warrior. Oh, excuse me, Deconstructed Warrior Cannibal. Animal. What's um, Animal got? Animal got TikTok. Obviously, that was her first song. Uh, who else is on here that I like? Boots and Boys is on uh, Animal. Your Love Is My Drug. Animal. Yeah, fun. I mean, Animal. Her first album, like it. It's definitely way more disposable. Like I can't. I can't remember half the songs on it. But the singles really stand out. Yeah. Oh, it's sleazy. I I, I, I don't mean to critique on your seduction technique, but 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 your money's not impressing me. It's kind of weak. Not that, that you really think you're gonna get my rocks off Get my top and socks off By showing me the dollars in your drop box Me and all my friends, we don't buy bottles We bring them, we take the drinks from the tables When you get up and leave them And I don't care if you stare and you call us scummy Cause we ain't after your affection And sure as hell not your money, honey I think for me Warrior Deconstructed And then actually it's I Am The Dance Commander, I Commend You To Dance Her remix album I don't know. I don't know. Oh my god! I don't even think I've heard that. Oh, it's so good. The re- yeah, it, it's uh. I see it here on fucking Google Music. Mm-hmm. Fuck him. He's a DJ. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a great track. Oh wow, that's really funny. <laughs> so yeah, for me that one, like I, I love almost every track on it. Super great. But then obviously we both agree that Rainbow is just like. Like we we enjoyed all of those previous Kesha albums, but they are all down in the dirt compared to Rainbow. Absolutely, yeah. It's, I mean, literally two different artists. Yeah, yeah. It feels like it. Yeah. Thank you for listening. My schedule is funky right now, so we'll be in and out with episodes sporadically. 
You can hear more of Aaron and his band downtown at downtownasaband.com. You can hear more of me on Podcast Playlist at podcastplayl.ist, and I'm at the Pod Playlist on Twitter. David Callison is our voice of reason and sanity. His podcast is The Sound and the Story, and you can find him on Twitter at David Callison. The show's Twitter is at NAFTPod. The show is hosted on the glorious Podient.co podcasting platform. We're taking part in a campaign called Hashtag Two Pods a Day. It aims to introduce podcast listeners to two independent podcasts every day for the month of October. We hope to give visibility to some great indie podcasts that you probably haven't heard of. Hashtag Two Pods a Day encourages you to listen more. Listen indie. Find more shows like mine by following Hashtag Two Pods a Day on Twitter and Facebook. We will talk to you next time about algorithmic recommendation engines. Yeah, that'll go well. <laughs>